My name is Michael Scott. Welcome to my world and prepare to be awakened. I'm Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris, and welcome to episode 23. Today 23. we are, I know, 23, crazy. Today we are talking about all things Joan, the death of Joan of Arc, the short story, and Joan in the series so far. Who? Joan. Joanne. Oh, Joanne. Joanne. Gotcha. Of fabric. Or Joan, Joan, Joan de Arc. Joanne of fabrics. Joanne of Fabrics, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess uh, I've got some news, I suppose. Uh, before we some? Get here. Some? Eh, some, whatever. There's this book thing going on. So the first codex has been released. That is the first three books in the series. So you get the Alchemist, the Magician, and the Sorceress. So you can pick them all up in one nice pretty little box set. Yeah. Be a great gift idea if you've got friends or you know if you've already got the first three books. You don't feel like buying them again. It can be a good gift for somebody that you want to uh, force to read a fantastic book series and tell them about our podcast. Absolutely, they're all um, they're all paperbacks too. There's they're not a hard yes. it's yes, not a hardback or hardcover uh, yeah. box set. They're all paperbacks. But there's a neat little box set because it actually comes in a box and it's all decorated with yeah. all sorts of images. Now, now I wonder if if this is a strict release for the countries and territories that have the the traditional covers not the revamp covers because i haven't seen anything about a box set in the uk which would have been smart if they were re-releasing the three books that would be in the set they could release them individually and in a box set but i haven't heard any mention of of the uk box set yet so i mean all the new covers just came out in the uk as well so yeah yeah but i mean they could have released a you know what i mean like as well as individually, they could have dropped a box set so you could get all three of the new covers at once. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know why they didn't do that, but. Well, if you look at Amazon UK, they've got the first codex, but it looks like it's the same box. Yeah, um, I, I saw that. I, I was looking, I saw that too. I don't know what you'll get if if you order that. Well, that and it says should... it's temporarily out of stock, so who knows? Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Well. Sold out fast. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. Speaking of paperbacks, if you're just looking for the individuals, I know some people wait for the paperbacks to save a little money. The Necromancer paperback will be out on April 26th of 2011. So it's about a year after the initial release. But you know, I know some people you know take it off from the library or something and then wait till the paperback comes out to get your, your own copy. So right, yeah. that comes out April 26th. And um, the bigger release information is that the Warlock gets a release date. It's uh, May 24th, 2011. Yay. Yay. So yeah, mark awesome. your calendars and uh, – yeah, mark, mark your calendars. And- <laughs> yeah, that was the, it was the 25th last year, right, for the uh, Necromancer? Wasn't it seems the to be the same day because the Sorceress was around the same day as well. That's always well, on a I mean, Tuesday. The 26th. It's or- always a, yeah, it's always a Tuesday, so the date has to fall – yeah, it's like that second to last Tuesday. Or yeah, it's like the last Tuesday. So you have to like wait that, so. 364 days. 
from the time. Exactly. <laughs> so or something. And just recently, we got the synopsis from Random House. The short, the short synopsis, short which, yeah. which was funny that Michael went on and 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 dispelled some of the stuff in it automatically. <laughs> well, it was like it, there was some other things. Where I remember when the uh, the was it the sorceress synopsis had come out and it called like Gilgamesh an elder and yeah, yeah the very yeah. first one he come out it was all sorts of wrong it was and uh, yeah just so you guys know uh, if you're not forum members Michael does not write the synopsis you know synopsi synopsi publisher has people that does that and so sometimes they get they get information a little bit wrong and um, especially a lot did, wrong yeah, a lot wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, you can jump on the forum and and look at uh, Michael's comments about the uh, the synopsis because he uh, he came on and and commented about it fairly quickly. So, and uh, I guess the the last little piece is anyone who was around last year remembers a tiny little uh, game that was on the site that uh... it wasn't a game, Sean. It was, it, an was an adventure. Adventure. it was an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that. <laughs> um, All right, smart. But it was it was so. Hopefully, uh, you know, you guys were able to uh, prove yourselves as apprentice. And if you were listening last month, there was a little bit of a uh, advertisement for it. So there is a new adventure on the horizon this fall called The Awakening, and it is a sequel to The Apprentice. So I hope you all jump on and play that one. And uh, anyone who is listening that wasn't really around last year when the game came out, wasn't really aware of it, there is a game on the portal called The Apprentice that we made specifically. It's It doesn't really follow any canon in the story. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's non-canon. It's not a separate yeah. adventure. You play as right. yourself. So on the portal, you can play The Apprentice. And there's a whole thread on the forum for hints and clues and plenty of info there to help get you through the uh, clues and puzzles and twists and turns and amazingness that is The Apprentice. See what I did there with the maze thing? Uh, amazing. Yeah, you know, and amazing. the thing is, if you get on to start this game, you really need to be a forum member to, uh, you know, if you have trouble, because that's where all the clues are going to come from, from the forums. So, uh, and I wouldn't start at the end of the threads if you jump on. I'd start at the beginning because there's a lot more subtle hints in the beginning half of the of each of the threads later on in the end there was really blatant um clues being given so unless you want a real easy go at it you know start at the beginning of the of the thread so you don't now to no one's gonna read too easy. no one's gonna read before like page 30 because you just told them just don't worry about it just go to the end and you'll be fine <laughs> well i mean if you want to you want to cheat yourself out of a good experience and in a, in a fun game then uh, just get the answers to get to the end then you know that's what you're going to do <laughs> so if for some reason somebody didn't finish the game will they still be able to play the awakening no, the Awakening, while it is a continuation of the the story, as it were, there's a there's a bit of a storyline going on with 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 the Apprentice, and uh, it ended with a little bit of a to be continued, and it is. However, you will not have had to have finished the Apprentice. the The Awakening will be it'll be it'll be a standalone game. You won't necessarily need anything from the first game. I think game. there'll be a little road so far thing before the game actually starts. So. Yes. Yeah, it's a refresher of what you did in the first game, storyline wise. Yes, and exactly. um, 
Yeah, it should get everybody caught up. It's going to be, and then just to kind of give a little brief overview-ish, it'll be similar gameplay, only a little more puzzly, a little less clue-solving. So, yeah, leave you with that. Actually, another little bit of news that we don't have on here is More news? the yeah the uh, <laughs> releasal of the the what the release. <laughs> That's not a word either. Releasal, <laughs> new word. Cool. Uh, releasal. <laughs> release of. Try that. <clears throat> so. The release of, on the forum, uh, Michael went on and released for people that are not all uh, you know in the UK that don't have the uh, new books. If you know, the new books were released with, in the back, they had the uh, personal files of Niccolo Machiavelli. Um, Nicola. <laughs> and uh, so Michael release those to our mem- in our members only section on the uh on the forum so uh if you were curious about what is in those files you can now f- uh, find out for yourself what exactly is in them you have to be a forum member so go sign up on the forums and look in the members only section and you'll be able to see the uh private files of uh, Niccolo Machiavelli and while you were in the members only section, you might have noticed that Michael is going to have a very special surprise for forum members on Halloween. Now the question is, will it be a trick or will it be a treat? Well, I for one hope it's a treat, but either way, I'm guessing this is something you don't want to miss. So make sure you're a member of the forums. Awesome. How about that? I know. I'm really excited. Can't wait. Emails. Yay. I like emails. We actually got some this month. We got this a is fantastic. Bunch. I feel all popular. Yeah. How about that? They're so, not for I'll you, Sean. The first one, then. They're all for me. Every single <laughs> oh, one of them, especially. There was another, there this was first another one was sent exactly. First. I'm sorry. There was another bit of news, news I wanted to cover first. God. There was a. I'm sorry. There was a. There was a scientific study that was released. I don't know. It was probably a week or so ago. And. It basically categorized the ten most annoying sounds in the world. And one of them is Jeff. <laughs> and surprisingly enough, this podcast was not on the list. <laughs> I wanted you guys to, to, to know that they we must not listen to it. Yeah, they must not. They must have skipped this a couple episodes there. Especially Plus, that. Especially <laughs> uh, a couple months ago when we sang about a cat goddess. Exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> or when Jeff makes all of his noises, like from the April Fool's podcast. <laughs> that was New Year's. Get it A New Year's podcast. <laughs> the Super Bloopers. Super Blooper. Super Blooper, baby. Emails. <laughs> emails. So we got a lot of emails, so I'm going to read the first one. Go for it. All right. This is uh, Dear Podcast Crew. Hey, guys, that's us. All right. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Dear, Dear Podcast Crew. Hi, this is Garrison, or Conla, on the forums, and I would like to talk about the Ancients and the Earth Lords. When I first heard about the Archons and the Sorceress, I was shocked to discover that there was something older than Elders. Then when I learned about the Ancients and the Earth Lords, I literally screamed, What? What do we know about the Ancients? They resemble the Elders and maybe have even more advanced technology than the Archons. Earth Lords, we know that they were the first race ever known, and they might resemble the Archons, and I think they forged the swords, not the Archons. Do you think that we'll see any in the next two books? Sean is funnier than Jeff Garrison. Who's you... Jeff Garrison? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funnier than him. You, you totally 
made that last part up, I think. I didn't copy and paste this email. <laughs> I think Garrison should call in to the Skype and just say, hey, this is Garrison, Sean's funnier than Jeff, and then hang up. Yeah. So no, and no, that is really truly how the email came in. Sean did it not is. make that. <laughs> I, 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 won't, I won't deny it. I, I, I think Sean's funnier than me as well. That's why I'm, that's why I'm hired. They pay me more than everybody else do. Yeah, yeah. Right. I make, I make three times as much as you do, Jeff. You do. <laughs> you absolutely do. Three, Dude, times, three times nothing, nothing is carry the nothing. nothing. <laughs> carry the nothing. I just did a firefight reference. You forgot to carry the nothing. All right, I think before this gets out of control, we should read the next one. Um, sure. <laughs> hey there, portal casters. It's hey, Jessica. <laughs> It's it's Jessica B. from the forums. I finally finished The Necromancer, and I'm slowly catching up on the podcast. Yay! Work keeps getting in the way. Ha ha. Anyhow, thought I'd share an interesting quote I found in one of the books. I started rereading The Alchemist the other day while I was at work on my lunch break, and I noticed something that Dee said I'd never noticed before. It's on page 21 of the U.S. paperback version where Paranel and Dee are talking about the book. And yes, the book is capitalized on this page, referencing the prophecy episode of the podcast. You will never get it, Perry snapped. We will, Dee said. We've accumulated all the other treasures over the years. Only the book remains. I wonder what other treasures he could be referring to. The swords are a possibility, I'm sure, although I imagine there could be others that we haven't heard of yet in the text. Well, that's all for now. The podcasts are awesome. Keep up the good work. Jessica. Sean is funnier than Jeff. (laughs) Yeah. Even she thinks it. <laughs> so as well. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think that he is completely bluffing in, in that statement. I mean, obviously, uh, he has you know three of the of the swords, but I mean, he doesn't have a crystal skull. He doesn't have Excalibur. You know, I mean, there's no, he there's a lot. Iron. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He doesn't have at the time have, of the sentence. He doesn't have. Yeah, at the time of sentence, he doesn't have Clarence. So there's there's a lot that he doesn't obviously doesn't have. So I think he was just you know completely blown smoke in that in that comment. But it could also be he thinks he has all the other treasures. We know he doesn't have Clarence, and we we don't know that he doesn't know about the Crystal Skull. So he may not even know about the Crystal. That's skulls. what I mean, because especially because theoretically speaking, Dora destroyed them all, or is a fun yeah. Yeah, and she just. And she was on a mission to destroy all of the ancient book kind of things, well, so there was, he may have all that he thinks is left. Exactly. There, there was mention that he had some kind of scrying mirror, too. I don't know if that factors in or if that's something completely separate. The, the special mirror scrying was, mirror could be a treasure, but... Yeah, but he doesn't have it anymore. Shakespeare stole it and threw it in the sign. That is true. So, you know, he doesn't have it. It's lost under the soot. But, um, yeah, there's a there's a yeah, big thread on the forums about people speculating what the treasures might be in. Right, I think there's a lot more treasures out there than than what uh, he actually has. So I don't know. I think that was the treasures. We could have a whole podcast just on the treasures. Sure, and, and absolutely. Who made them? Back to that last email, you know, talking about archons and earth wars and. Yeah, I mean, different different races made the different things and made them for different reasons. Uh, you know, like the the elders used the swords for the a different, realms. yeah, for to create the shadow realms. But the uh, archons used them to create leg gates. So, I mean, 
they just the different technology used the same utensil in a different way. And Charlemagne used it as a paperweight. Exactly. Did he now? <laughs> yeah. All right, next email says, Hey, Portal Casters, Smiley. Just riding in at midnight at change. Uh, I guess that means as midnight is changing. Midnight day. and change. After listening to episode 21 and in the process of downloading number 22, Smiley. Uh, <laughs> so I really, really want to give you guys a Skype call in. But Skype doesn't work for me, sigh. So I kind of cheated and attached is a wave file of, well, me, Smiley. <laughs> Inconvenient, perhaps, but uh, it's the best I could do, Smiley. Anyways, <laughs> you guys are great and I can't wait to listen to the next podcast. Big Smiley. Bye, y'all. Smiley. <laughs> Ashley, a.k.a. Disrhythmic. And no, uh, actually... Actually, leaving the sending in a file is basically the same. You, you yes. go through the same process as you would if they left a voicemail because you have to splice in the audio file. So still, it's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't so have Skype or have access to it, but you have access to some recording software, you are more than welcome to send a small WAV file. And I say small. Absolutely. A couple minutes. <laughs> Size doesn't matter. Ten, ten megs. <laughs> So. A three and a half hour podcast of yourself. <laughs> Please don't send that. Good luck attaching that to it. Send that. Send that just to Jamie at Famels Dash Immortal. Do not send me that. Yeah, if you guys want to do your own spoof songs, do your spoof songs and send them in. That'd be that'd be good. What's that? Oh, a spam. We'll have spam. <laughs> we'll have fan spoof songs. We'll call it spam. <laughs> spam. Famel fan spoof songs. <laughs> Actually, actually, no one knows where Spain came from. A can. Oh, yeah, it was put there by a man in a factory downtown. All right. <laughs> I'm going to play this answering machine call. Hey, Portalcasters. This is Ashley, a.k.a. Dysrhythmic on the forums. I'm kind of new around. And I'm just sitting here at midnight downloading the newest episode of the podcast so I thought I'd call in or do whatever it is I'm doing right now and I just want to say I really love the podcast I just got done listening to episode what was it 21 the necromancer predictions reveal which was as always hilarious and really entertaining and I just wanted to say that you guys did an admirable job on the uh South American Aztec names and you know for you and your English speaking tongues I know it's kind of hard but I thought I'd let you guys know how a Mexican would pronounce it and as I am sitting here in Baja California that's pretty easy for me so um, Mother of the Gods is in fact Guatlicue you guys were close and uh, Mr. Feathery, don't touch my tail or I will kill you, is um, Quetzalcoatl, which is tough. And as a little freebie, um, Mars's other name is Huitzilopochtli. And it was Huitzilopochtli who led the Aztecs from their original home in Aztlan to Tenochtitlan, uh, which is now where Mexico City is. So that's my little history tidbit for you guys. Um, anyway, I really love the podcast. As long as you guys keep recording, I'll keep listening, even if it means I have to stay up until midnight. Um, 
Oh, and by the way, I am officially joining the Spartacle bandwagon. Jeff, your accent is so awesome, okay? And uh, I'm a big fan of Southerners, so there you go. That's one of the highlights, naturally. So anyway, I'm going to stop now before I make more of a fool of myself. So you guys take care, and I can't wait for the next. Bye. I thought girls preferred a guy with a sense of humor. <laughs> You're just jealous, Sean. <laughs> okay, I gotta say, Apparently. You, I can't repeat any of those words you just said. No, but that was awesome. No, that was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, that was that that was that was that was. Awesome. I'm gonna steal those and use them as sound bites, so that every time we have to say them, I'm just gonna play what your pronunciation. <laughs> Cute of oh wow! I, I'm very impressed. <laughs> that was great. That really was. That was very impressive. And, you know, the fact that she loves my accent has nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but really, no, that that was that was a great job. Very excellent job. You know what we need? Little, we need those little snippets like on the portal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that people can hear how to pronounce them. Click play. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I still can't say it. I can't either. No, I no, no, I can't. You gotta it. have the accent. We're close on the platform. Wow, she really, yeah, yeah, she really belted it out there. That was that was excellent. That was something else I should have put in the news. That my unintended predictions from last month's podcast are going to actually be future characters. Colt Liquor and the Care Bears. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, Sean? Hugging <laughs> and mugging. And <laughs> the coat liquor. And the coat liquor. So the four yeah. the four corner images, you know, you'll have like the rainbow and the star and the cloud and a wet jacket. <laughs> the <heart>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh so we already yeah. know what the yeah, Warlock cover is uh... gonna look like. <laughs> <laughs> that was um that was awesome. That awesome was there Thank you, me. Ashley. You should Thank call in and just leave a voice leave a voicemail message or email a wave file, I suppose, as it were, and just say every single name in the book series. Yeah, like absolutely. Pod, and we'll just steal your sound clips, and we might give you credit. Yep. <laughs> we might. <laughs> Sean might take credit, even though it doesn't sound like him at all. That sounds exactly like me. <laughs> Alrighty. Any more? Yeah, we have another answering machine call. Cool. Hey, guys. I'm Matt from Chicago. And yeah, I just listened to your podcast, my first time listening. It's awesome, just to say. And uh, since you guys have read the first chapter of the uh, Warlock, I believe you guys said that, I don't know why you guys didn't really touch on that in the, the, the podcast previous, but hoping you guys will touch on what you read in that, because I haven't read that yet. And um, the whole Merethew Josh thing does seem very possible but I'm not sure it's necessarily going to be probable, but who knows. And uh, who do you guys think the Warlock and such will be? I believe it, it's, it might be, uh, it might either actually be Machiavelli or maybe even Odin. Cause I'm not, or maybe even Merlin might come into the book, possibly. So, uh, yeah. Hope you guys get more than two people this time and uh, hope I get on the show. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for the call in, Matt. Yeah, you know, I think, didn't Michael post on the forums that Merlin uh, definitely will not be featuring in the series? I don't know. I don't recall. I am pretty sure that he did. 
I, I may be mistaken in that, but I'm pretty sure he posted in a forum confirming for someone that Merlin is not going to be a part of the series. Uh, it, would, did, did this come in today, Jamie? No, it actually came in just shortly after it's, it's we recorded our podcast in But, August. you know, I was going to say it was... Yeah, it was interesting that he didn't go for Mars, but then he I remember he said he didn't read the first chapter of The Warlock where it gave that little hint. So that's why he he didn't go for Mars. Well, and we it's it's interesting that he brings up asking us if we're going to cover that first chapter because we are soon going to be doing that. <laughs> In about 30 days. In about thirty days, a month, the, the the month of November, we're going to be covering uh, as much warlock information as we can. So, yeah, we will. We will absolutely be covering the first chapter. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Matt. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Calling again. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Push pause. Stop, stop listening. Pause. pause. And, and call in. <laughs> Skype. No wait. You never. I forget. You never tell someone to stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> keep. No, keep I listening. didn't say stop listening. I said pause it. Pause. <laughs> Record. Pause. Take a pee break. Come back. <laughs> open Skype. Right, that's too much information. Well, if, if it's These on his iPod, get long, you know. I mean, if it's on his iPod, he doesn't have to take a pee break. I mean, it goes with him. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that really. TMI. TMI. Jeff's in the bathroom right now. <laughs> I, I record in the bathroom. It's good. It's, it's good acoustic. Can you flush for me? Curse <laughs> you, flush, Jeff. Sorry, no. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. I'm not, Talk I'm not about stinking up the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we have one more call, but I think we're going to hold off on that till uh, later in the show. You teasing little... Oh, you little minx. <sighs> QOM. <laughs> Yay. QOM. It doesn't have the same emails. It Quam. doesn't. Quam. <laughs> The status is not qualm. The status is definitely not qualm. It might be quo. It is not qualm. All right. <laughs> because she received her immortality through Scatty's blood, what other differences do you think this creates? Listeners? First response is uh, from Anne from Santa Anna. That's and her, It is. And uh, Santa Anna from – or if it, would be, it would be better if it was Anna because it would be Anna from Santa Anna. But – it's Anne from Santa Ana. Santa uh, uh, Ana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, she says she becomes a vegetarian, which, yes, is is specifically said in the books. Joan says that after receiving Scotty's blood, she uh, lost the taste, lost the, the want for the taste of meat. So That was a very popular answer. <clears throat> a lot of people sent that in. Yeah, yeah, the vegetarian thing, yeah. I had to make the uh, Jeffafa Dunham joke, though. The Santa Ana. Dunham.com. Alrighty then. Okay. All right. Our next QOM comes from uh, the land down under from Nikara. I hope I'm saying that correctly, although I really. Nikara. That's an awesome name, by the way. It is. From Bowel. It is awesome. Bowel? Bowel, Australia? Baral. Baral. See, the R is really hard for me being from Massachusetts and all. Massachusetts. Nikara from Boral, Australia. And her response is. She's from down under. She's from down under. And 
I'm thinking that because Scatty feeds on emotion, Joan may have the ability to pick up on people's emotions a lot better than most other people. Kind of like a vibe-o-meter. A really heightened sense of empathy, I guess. Good word, empathy. I like that word. That is a great great word. Not as good as defenestrate, but empathy is a good what? word. What? I think you made that word up, word. too. Defenestrate. defenestrate. It means to throw something out a window. Uh, that has nothing to do with <laughs> and, what we're talking about. An awesome-sounding <laughs> word. The fact that there's a word for that and it sounds as cool as defenestrate. This is true. That is, <laughs> that is your vocabulary lesson for the day, everyone. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I have empathy for those who are defenestrated. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I, I, I like that answer. I do, too. We haven't quite seen that yet. All right. Well, the next one is from Isabella in Tenterden, England. Her response is, it makes them closer and she shortly after becomes vegetarian due to her blood transfusion. So there's that vegetarian thing again. She also probably became better at her reflexes than before, and it made her immune to certain diseases. The diseases thing is interesting. I mean, I'm not really... I guess if she was immortal. I don't know. That's a good question. If you're immortal, can you die from a disease? I don't know. Interesting. Maybe. We are like worldwide, this, this podcast. Yeah. Australia, England. And the next, the next one, one is from Silver Twin from Vancouver, British Columbia. So, Canadian. And she says, Joan obtained her immortality, in quotes, purely. There were no strings attached. She didn't get it from an elder or dark elder who would probably want compensation. And she didn't use some sort of potion like the flamels who need it each month or else they age. She is just immortal. No strings, and I think that's what makes it so different. It's true. I'm sure she feels she owes her life to Scatty, and that's going to be a tough debt to repay, but she's certainly not obligated to. Scatty can't just be like, okay, die now. Okay, die now. All right, the next QOM. We have a lot this month, guys. This is really really awesome. Um, Yeah, I know. We're we're all over the world right now. Uh, Norton. Nermengard, he's from the Philippines, and uh, the response is, is it right to assume that Skadok is not immortal? If this is so, then maybe Skadi's blood gave Joan Skadi's lifespan. If humans have 80 years average lifespan, what is Clem Vampire's average lifespan? If Joan acquired the vampire's average lifespan when she received Skadi's blood, then she'll die when she reaches the end of this lifespan. We don't know Scatty's real age. Scatty said she's 2,517 years old, but then Aoife said Scatty is actually 10,000 years old. Aoife said Scatty is a liar, but we all know Aoife might be lying too. When Scatty dies in battle, for example, is Joan going to die too? Perhaps not. That's interesting. It It is. I don't think they're linked that way, though. I don't, oh, uh, I don't think like, that. That last point, I don't. I don't think if Scatty yeah. if Joan dies, but the whole – even Scatty says she has no idea how long she'll live. So maybe that – that's a good point. Maybe Joan isn't immortal. Well, I mean has any elder ever died of old age? So, I mean we don't know what a, a, a typical quote-unquote elder's lifespan is. That, and obviously there are older elders. I mean you look at the witch and there are younger elders. I mean there seem to be ages. Yes, and they all do kind of seem to possibly age differently because, like, yeah, Prometheus I mean, doesn't seem as old as the witches, but their brother and sister. So they're probably pretty close. Exactly. Mars seemed younger, and they were married, so 
Well, what about this? You know how when Nicholas and Paranel use a lot of their magic, it ages them quicker? Mm-hmm. What if because, say, the witch has done more things with her magic, it has aged her faster than other elders? Could. That's possible. But anyway, those the Just... points regarding Joan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that that answer. She's definitely uh, – we don't know if she's like eternally immortal, but uh, I guess immortal means eternally. But By comparison um, she, to the human Humani. She can, she can just live a lot longer now. Yeah. Compared to Humani, she has definitely, definitely lived a lot longer <laughs> than she should have. It's a, that's a pretty good insightful answer though. Yep. Thank you, yeah. Sean. I appreciate that. <laughs> let's see it. Not you. Ermengarde. <laughs> so let's see if our next one is just as good. So we got one from Dysrhythmic. Oh, Ashley. Sounds familiar. From Baja Sur, Mexico. So we are just international. Yep. And her response is, I'm wondering if perhaps she has some other vampire-esque qualities. Maybe she can't feel like Scatty, only to a lesser extent. More probable, I think, is that she inherited Scatty's fighting blood, if you will. Huh. And I, to to kind of branch off of the whole, not necessarily that she can't feel and to kind of go to the previous answer about being having like the empathy sort of thing it's sort of like what she did to help sophie with her memories type of thing so maybe she has the ability to feel other people's emotions or compartmentalize her emotions yeah right whereas not to the point of not being able to feel although on the point of inheriting her fighting blood i think she was a pretty big fighter before scatty came along Unless Scatty trained her, I'm sure Scatty did. Yeah, Scatty did train her. But yeah, but she, I mean, she was a fighter long before she got Scatty's blood. Yeah, she was a fighter before she but got. It, Scatty's it might have made right. her stronger. But Scatty, yeah, Scatty trained her prior to going to Orleans, because she says to the twins in the Alchemist, "I begged her not to go to Orleans." I don't remember that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's when because um, because. Then in the Alchemist, when she says that, she has it, it. It even says in there that she had like a a tear in her eye about it. So you know we're kind of led to believe that she actually died, like history says she did. Until obviously the magician and their little reunion. We know differently. That's all. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Good insight. Good insight. Okay. Next up is Katie, aka Athena April, on the forums from Oregon. And her response is, in The Magician, Joan says that Scatox vampire blood saved me and kept me alive too, made me immortal. Joan grinned. Sophie noted that her teeth were normal, not pointed like Scatty's. Luckily, it has none of the vampire side effects. That's from page 153. This could mean she has no side effects at all or that they are minor and not directly vampire related. If she was to have any differences, I would say something small like heightened vision or keen ears, perhaps. That's all. Interesting. She does yep. say right out that it has none of the vampire side effects. So. Yeah. But she she also mentions the whole vegetarian thing, too. So maybe she doesn't consider that a side effect. That might not be a vampire thing. Yeah, because aren't there other folks who... There are some that... There are some clan vampire that actually feed on blood, but they still got the blood because of the emotions carried in the blood. No, what I was going to say is, aren't there other characters who aren't vampires who are vegetarians also? Yes. Oh, yeah. Most all the... 
portals are vegetarians. Yeah, so to simply say that... I would think most elders would be too because of the whole iron in the meat. Right. But the dark but... elders and people, apparently. <laughs> and I, that's the last of our emails, right? Yeah, that is the end of the QOMs. Thanks, everybody. QOM. Wow, can't even keep track of what we're doing. QOMs. <laughs> that's right. Qualms. Qualm. <laughs> All right, so we had a poll. So the, the the poll this past month was, uh, did you read the death of Joan of Arc? And we had, uh, yes, I bought the ebook. Yes, I read it on the portal when it was released. No, or death of Joan of Arc. And the winning result was, yes, I read it on the portal. So. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, a, uh, what, 50% of the, the people read it when it was on the portal. Uh, yes, I bought the ebook was was second place. There were a handful of people that were like, Death of Joan of Arc. Well, we, we were missing, though, we, because like I read it on the the, huh. wow. uh, the portal forms when it came out originally, but then I also bought the ebook. So I don't remember which one I clicked, but... Yeah, we, there could definitely be. That it was both. We might be getting double votes. Or, yeah. yeah. I definitely did but still. both the first two, so... Well, yeah. So there, there are people that might have bought the ebook but read it on the forums, or vice versa, and, and only voted for one or the other. You can vote for one or the other. That's yeah. true. Faulty poll. That's right. All right. Well, the death of Joan of Arc. Yes. Was a story well, about the death yeah. of Joan of Arc and not <laughs> death of Joan of Arc. Here's a story <laughs> of a girl named Joan. <laughs> so. What do you guys think of the story? I mean, uh, I personally like the whole Humani perspective of it. Uh, you know, like the outsider looking in kind of kind of scenario. I yeah. agree. I I didn't really know what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I definitely liked getting the outsider's perspective because you kind of got to see how your scabby was coming in saving Joan. Can I get shot yeah, I mean, the I mean. He's- running away and he's the only one who like knew what happened or something like yeah like the whole town like swore themselves to secrecy yep small town with a secret well obviously someone exactly we wouldn't have to well obviously <laughs> they would be they would be in trouble if they didn't if you know if they went back to their superiors and, and told the real story of what happened i mean you know who's going to believe that <laughs> and they were like yeah you and know, we right. uh so we, we just killed this random blonde chick instead yeah, yeah. We got some charcoal, and we dyed her hair, and yeah, she's dead. See, that kind of – that almost paints to me – kind of paints a bit of a negative light on Scatty and Joan. Because someone else's life was taken in her yeah. place? I mean, granted, they didn't know that was going to happen. Right. But they then, like, allowed them to just kill a random person instead. No, well, I mean – Yeah, like you said, they – yeah, they they probably she was probably you know riding hard as possible to get to Nicholas to try to fix Joan. So she, you know they had no idea what happened until probably a long time later. That's true. And from Scotty's perspective, I mean they were gonna kill her friend, so she came in and you know rescued her. And Joan, I'm sure, was very yeah, grateful I mean, to be rescued. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if someone was going to kill Sean, and I came and and and. You know, to rescue him, and you know, I found out they were going to kill Jamie Sean. instead. I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry, who? Sorry, me, apparently. <laughs> wait, wait, are you saying that Jamie looks like me? <laughs> God, I hope well, not. 
we'll cut cut the hair or make it really curly. Well, maybe and, uh, maybe based on my current Facebook profile picture, maybe I can see. <laughs> That's so mean. You look like a zombie in your current Facebook photo, jerk. <laughs> But um, anyway, Joan of Arc. I'm not uh, saving you guys. If you're ever (laughs) going to die. You won't have to because Jeff will save me. Good. Because I'm not going to. It's a sultry accent. And uh, yeah, I say Ashley's going to come save me. So we're we're, we're covered, Jay. We're good. He's going to save me. Garrison. (laughs) We might come back for you if if we've got time. (sighs) All right. Well, if anybody wants to save me, call in. (laughs) <laughs> Leave us a voicemail. Let me know that I feel loved. So I feel a little bit loved. <laughs> but, you know, okay, so back to the story. We hear about the events of everything that happened, you know, in The Magician. So, you know, we kind of knew sort of what happened. And we know what happened immediately afterwards from the events in The Magician where, you know, they say that Scatty took Joan to uh, Nicholas and he performed... You know, if not the first, one of the first uh, you know, blood transfusion and saved Joan's life by giving her Scatty's blood. And, you know, the remarkable side effect of that was uh, immortality. We think. Yeah, yeah. We think. Well, <laughs> long life by comparison to normal humanity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Relativistic <laughs> immortality. Immortal, but, yeah, relative. <laughs> absolutely relative. So... No, it was definitely interesting, and I hope we get some more of these little side stories. Uh, in fact, there is a poll on the forum to plug that a bit. There is a poll on the forum about asking what types of stories the fans would be interested in seeing like this, the little side stories and canon-related stuff that's not necessarily intricate to the plot. Like the death of Joan of right. Arc isn't really – it doesn't change anything. It didn't really reveal anything necessarily. No, it just no, not really. Of, I mean, it gave you just a little bit of extra information. It was like a exactly, bonus chapter. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've heard about uh, little side things that's happened, especially, you know, what comes to mind, what, what, what I'm pushing for if we get another another story is the, the Machiavelli Paranel fight on Mount Etna. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know stuff like that, you know, happened in the past. And we know about the Flamels and, uh, you know, the, the Great Fire. And and D and, and you know all that stuff. stuff. That... So you know, there's there's all kinds of yeah, there's all kinds of stories yeah. out there that are yet to be told that we know about, but we don't know the specifics of them. So there's a there's a plethora like, of uh, I'm pulling for the whole side stories, and of course yeah. I'm pulling for how the knights got together. But yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the, that was the death of Joan of Arc. If you haven't read it, definitely. Uh, if what it's a dollar, it's worth the buck. I mean, yeah, it's, it's worth the buck. Granted, it's, it's depending on where you get it at. It, it may not be. It may not be a buck. But literally, there's no place I saw that was that was more than three dollars. I mean, you know, there's some places in some versions, but if you're like on. Amazon, I think Amazon and Kindle is is ninety nine cents, but some of the other e readers are a little more expensive and stuff. But really, I mean, it's not. We're we're not. You know, nothing's going to break the bank there. So, uh, you know, if you have an e reader, you're used to paying more than that for uh, for books anyway. So it's definitely worth uh, worth picking it up. It's not very long, but it's definitely worth the buck. Okay. 
Yeah, it was it was about twelve pages. So yeah, twelve pages. I mean, but it was a know, very it was a yeah, side story. Very good, twelve pages. Although I did find it interesting that we learned. I think we learned more about Scatty at the death of Joan of Arc than we did actually about Joan. Yeah, yeah Joan really, didn't really do much. Really, she mean, sort of stood there, almost burned, and then rode away on a horse and shot a bow and arrow. Yeah. I mean, she really got, got shot. Got, got shot. Got, got shot. Yes. Yeah. But I have yeah. very vivid image of Scatty riding in in all white with the long red hair, you know, charging at this. She sounded hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I right, well, I don't know about that, but uh, she sounded oh, pretty fierce. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, so we're talking about, you know, Joan and, and, and basically, you know, the story of the death of Joan kind of leads up to why. Joan has the immortality that she has, so yeah, why they have that this uh, you know sisterhood between them, and um, they you know, so, I was gonna ask the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Um, so. you know, what what all do you guys think uh, differs in Joan from other immortal humani that we've seen, besides so, you know, the obvious stuff? So the QOM, huh? The qualm. Yeah, kind of. It's it's kind of an answer to that. I think she she definitely has shown some power, and I don't. I think some of it is attributed to her aura, but I yep. think she also. I know we've kind of talked about it in this in the past. She kind of has this ability to to hide herself. It, you know, nobody really knew she was, you know, in Germain's right. house, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It could be attributed to her aura, but it. It may also be something that's attributed to how she became immortal because we know, as far as we've seen, no other immortals have that ability to kind of stay off the radar. So it is. She certainly exactly. has a, a stable of the radar personality in general. She's very, yes. she's very quiet. She's, I don't know how to say shy or soft spoken or anything like that, but she's definitely, she's de- she's not a type A. Well, if somebody almost burned you to death, I think you would stay under the radar too, just a yeah, hunch. But... <laughs> Last time, well, she was you know, the kind of thing is, I mean, the people that the, the people that are in the story that definitely would, you know, want that kind of hiddenness would be like, say, the Fumels or you know, other people that are hiding from the from the Dark Elders, like uh, even um, Virginia Dare is kind of like hiding in in her little aspect. But you know, Joan seems to be able to pull it off. Very well, actually. And yet so, she's married yeah. to Jermaine, who's a yeah, rock star. and exactly. And you know, we've been through the discussion over and over again about how many people were in the house. You know, she's never mentioned. So there may be something more to her, but obviously, it's it, it's all speculation. And uh, I, I still have a hard time believing that someone with a pure silver aura would not be, you know, tipping any radars. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they're always talking to telling the twins to not use their magic because everyone in a, you know, 50 mile radius, every elder or immortal in 50 mile radius will know that you're there. I can't imagine someone with a powerful silver aura like Joan and, you know, never, we know she uses her magic because she does the silver gauntlet glove in the, in the kitchen and she's helping. She does the arrows. Memories. Yeah. So we know she does magic. How does she not be get noticed? You know, maybe she's how really is she ugly. immune from all of that? How does how does her uh, her powerful silver aura not not tip all the radars everywhere when she uses her magic? Well, and 
I think some of the stuff with the twins being told not to use their magic is obviously they're very untrained, so they have very little control over how much quote-unquote stench they leave behind. But, I mean, even trained magic users like Machiavelli leave the stench, like when he put the spell on the legate, you know, Jermaine says, oh, it's stank of snake, you know? So, right. Well, and I don't and recall, too. I mean, when Joan uses her magic, does it say it smells like lavender? I mean, I know at one point it says that that's her scent, but I don't think, because um, whenever they talk about think, any of the other characters, they kind of just say, they, they talk about their scent, but I don't recall right. No, I think that when we find out what her scent is, I think, isn't it isn't isn't it Germain talking to Sophie when he's teacher of fire magic and there is lavender plants on the rooftop where he's teaching her and doesn't doesn't he say that her sin is lavender? Yeah, but I don't and, think. Yeah, I think I think I it's think talked we, about, think but, but we don't get the we don't get the she formed silver gauntlets on her hand and the air filled with the scent of exactly. lavender. Exactly. We don't get that right. Type of not scent. that I, not that I remember. Yeah, yeah, not that I remember. I, I agree with that. So you know, there's definitely some kind of masking going on, especially. You know, they're chasing, in The Magician, they're chasing the Machiavelli and Josh, trying to find them. And, and they can see a trail of their aura from where they've been. They, that's what they follow when they're chasing them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wouldn't that kind of same thing be applying to Joan, you know, everywhere she went? I mean, she basically would never be able to leave the house and never be able to use magic or someone would know she was there. Now, I can't imagine someone like Machiavelli, if she would ever use magic and, you know, a, a pure silver aura tipping off in his own city that, uh, you know, he wouldn't know about it. Now, back when we had the interview with Machiavelli on the portal, uh-huh. Machiavelli claimed from a few months ago, back during the release, Michael yeah, was doing was right the interview the tour. Yeah, and Michael was doing the interview tours and we did the... Ours was more of an interview with Machiavelli, and uh-huh. so Machiavelli told us in that interview that Joan of Arc is dead. Yeah, he said you, your your sources are mistaken. There was no one else in the house with that, but but who you know, who was there? So, yeah, I mean, he does not that that specifically tells us right there that he literally he, had he doesn't no know idea Joan of Arc is immortal. Yes, Joan of Arc, she died. And part of that, if you look at the Death of Joan of Arc story, the only two people – there's three people. Well, I guess you could say four with, with Perrineau. But if assuming Perry was involved, there were four people that knew Joan of Arc got out of that village alive. That wasn't covering it up because they lived in that village. So if we assume that no one in that village talked until this paper – Well, we know – yeah, we William, know William York, of York didn't. So if, if we assume no one in that town talked – then there's only four people who knew Joan of Arc is alive. Scatty, Joan, obviously, Nick and Perry. Right. And until she met so, Jermaine. He obviously yeah. knew she was immortal when he saw but he says that she was immortal when he when he saw when he met her. I kinda wonder at what point she said, Oh, by the way, honey, I'm Joan of Arc. <laughs> like you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously he knew he, she was immortal, but Yeah, he knew she was immortal. He knew there was some kind of story there and uh I mean, yeah, who you know that probably came up very early on in their in their relationship uh, because he knew, you know, she was that she was an immortal and she had to have been, you know, somebody. So, yeah, and it might have been because I mean, it could have been with Jermaine knowing the Flamels and everything, and they introduced them type of thing. 
Right. I don't know, though, because I don't think they had met until something about the gold rush and him being a charlatan. Oh, you mean about... Yeah, yeah, you mean you mean Jermaine, how Jermaine Jermaine. And, and, uh, and Joan met? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't meet through the Flanels, no. No, they, they, they met actually on two different occasions before it was the second occasion before they actually started started a conversation and and, and i guess that's when they started you know, quote unquote seeing each other yeah. but yeah it, it wasn't through the, the though they have common friends it wasn't through those common friends that they met yeah because they they hated each other when they first well she hated him i don't know if he hated her but yeah <laughs> Well, he's kind of he's kind of an arrogant guy, so. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of an interesting pairing because if you look at the two of them, they are complete and total opposites. Like he is very much put the spotlight on me, focus on me, you know, out there, and she's yeah. very much I don't want anything to do, you know, I don't want anybody to know I'm here. I don't, you know, so. Right, right. Almost like his, like his personality overshadows her so much that she's able to hide behind him, you know, like every good wife should. <laughs> kidding kidding uh-huh. but um she could be maybe she's using him as a mask that's possible mm-hmm. so. him steal the spotlight she can shrink away i i think that probably helps uh yeah but i think there's yeah. probably yeah. something that she's doing and i'm guessing it's either with her aura or with something to do with her immortality that's allowing her to kind of Stay right. under the radar, so to speak. Right. Exactly. I mean, Scatty can kind of disappear, can't she? I mean, she's, well, I don't want to say ninja like because she's like ninjas, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. She, she kind of doesn't, she doesn't really strike me, her attitude as being the kind of uh, sneak in in the dead of night and, you know, secretly kill a bunch of people. I mean, her, no. her approach is more of a dead on come at you head on, you know, uh, let's prepare to do, you know, a fair combat battle kind of, kind of mentality. Whereas I think that's probably a lot of the reason why she doesn't really like the ninja because the ninja is a, uh, surprise, you know, uh, stab you in the back kind of, kind of mentality to them because, you know, that's what they do. They, they, they would come in, you know, like in the night through the shadows and, and, uh, you know, take people by surprise. Whereas it kind of seems like she is more of a, a head-on, you know, uh, want to fight the best that wants to fight the best kind of, which, kind of person. Which kind of brings up a good point because if you you kind of look at who Joan of Arc was in history, she kind of was very much a attack, you know, yeah, not a defender type. She was very much like in the forefront of the fighting, like leading attacks and stuff like that. So it it Correct. it would make sense that Scaddy, somebody like Scaddy that, would trained train her. her that way. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Then she may have learned that that uh, she may have learned in her uh, overnight stay in Orleans that uh, that w- where that kind of uh, mentality will take you if you're not an immortal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was so, a little bit of a wake up call. <laughs> may, maybe in her quote unquote second life, she uh, she uh, yeah she got a wake up call and decided to approach it a, a different way. <laughs> Right. So with her working with Sophie and her memories and and all that stuff, I mean, you know, we we know the real history behind Joan of Arc and the um, you know she thought she heard voices and God actually speaking to her. You know, that was kind of her 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 real 
you know, mythology or r- real history of Joan of Arc. You know, I, I'm not sure how that relates to the series Joan of Arc because we know that she has these issues, but we don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, could it be an issue with the blood transfusion? Because, you know, Scatty says in The Alchemist that uh, a lot of the clan vampires drink, actually drink blood because. You know, human emotion is carried in the blood, mm-hmm. and that's what they would feed on. So do you think that in the blood transfusion, Scatty's emotions, maybe memories, I don't know, kind of got transferred there, and that's how Joan had to sort through that. You know, she had to do that process of sorting through, and that's how kind of how she had that ability to help Sophie out? Mm, maybe, because, yeah, she definitely said she went through it, but I didn't know if that was sort of a... Uh... In reference to, I mean, I know there's no, there's not supposed to be modern religion in the book series, but there's obviously Joan of Arc talking to God and all that stuff, telling her to, to fight. I don't know if it was a reference to that, though I don't know what the reference is, but. No, I think that's an interesting point, though, that, you know, I kind of get the impression that, yeah, she might have gotten some sort of memories or emotions. Obviously, Joan of Arc. I mean, the big story of the actual, like, you know, the the actual historical Joan of Arc Mm -hmm. is that she claimed to speak to God and God told her to fight the English and yada, yada, yada. So we we know she heard something about this. Without getting into it. So that's that's the historical Joan of Arc. So I was – I'm actually kind of surprised is – how, I mean, back when our forum first opened, one of the first questions I asked Michael was just generically if modern religions would come in. He said, no, not at all. So it's surprising to see Joan of Arc as a character from that respect because Joan of Arc is sort of a religious, iconic, historical character. Right, right. About how she had to sort through voices in her head. Well, and I kind of agree with, with what Jeff said was that I – I kind of get the impression that she's she had either some kind of thoughts or memories or feelings that were transferred to her when she got her transfusion and but that would have been after her supposed after uh, her supposed talking to god phase. Yeah, yeah, the time the timeline doesn't really work out there for that uh as far as her But pre- it's also been a few hundred years. So yeah. Timelines get skewed. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know where the whole voices in her head came in before the you know Orleans uh, thing happened because obviously she knows Scatty before Orleans. So when this whole you know uh, voices in her head thing from her, her actual history that would be after or while she is training with Scatty before Orleans. So. You know, obviously she knows that she would. She already knows Scatty is not human from training with her and things like that. So maybe through her relationship with Scatty, she gets involved with something else prior to the whole uh, Orleans issue. Where I don't know. Uh, I mean, because we know she. It, it, we know, like with Sophie, the memories are transferred to her from the witch and. You know, the only other time anything like that that we know of happened to Joan was the blood transfusion with Scatty. 
So you know, anything pre that we is just you know pure speculation. I mean, you can't even we we can't even begin to we can only assume what happened before. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I have no I absolutely no idea how to explain they say, the before. They say in the book every you know story from mythology is based on a grain of truth. So maybe it's possible that you know Scatty was the one that was helping Joan with all the fighting and the the voices thing came along after the fact and it kind of just got misconstrued. Quote unquote, well, no, I think, yeah, I guess you could say that way. I mean, because that was one of the reasons that she was burned at the stake was because they thought she was, she was a witch That's true. or not a witch, but you know I mean? She, the voices in her head issue and she was, she was professing to, but I mean, at know, that he, point she, she was kind of a, a menace to the English. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they wanted her dead either way, but I mean, you know, that was one of their, one of their, their, their talking points, obviously. But yeah, so you know, we when when I brought that up, I was just specifically thinking of. I wasn't really thinking of what happened pre Orleans. I was just kind of thinking of what happened with Scadock and the blood transfusion. And, you know, that Scotty had said that emotions are carried through the blood or that's what the one, the, 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 the one kind of clan vampire thought and that's why they drank blood. So, you know, that's where I was kind of getting, you know, she may have had to deal with some issues of, of emotions or whatever voices in her head because of the blood transfusion with Scotty if she got, you know, emotions transferred to her from Scatoc. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a real big mystery. Yeah, I can't imagine that the only side effect of having a blood transfusion from a vampire would be that you're immortal or basically immortal and that you're a vegetarian and that's it. Right. Well, so regardless of of the past that we saw with the death of Joan of Arc, I mean, where did we leave off with Joan from the series? Speaking of the past. Speaking of the past. (laughs) Speaking of the past. Well, as far um, as we know, Joan and Scatty She thought are. she was back in time, and now she is back in time, or she might <laughs> exactly. not. Exactly. Funny how that happens. Because <laughs> Marethu... He, he likes, uh, he definitely likes to toy with them because, you know, I, I understand the whole gate thing and traveling to th- to th- through time back to Danatolis, but, you know, why couldn't he work it out with Kronos if he knew all this that you know, there would be just the one gate that would take him from his shadow, take them from his shadow realm to the past. I mean, why did they have to do the 13 gates? Maybe that's just how it works. Like, you can only go back so far in one gate, so you need a lot. Right. I'm, it's possible. I'm making stuff up as I go along. <laughs> that's possible. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand why the whole gate issue was, I mean, I guess it's because we don't know Kronos. I mean, we don't know Kronos. We don't know a lot about the time and the time magic. So, you know, until we find stuff like that out, I mean, it may not be as easy as we think, you know, uh, traveling through time is. So, yeah. But, you know, she's a great warrior. So obviously, Marethu wanted her, obviously, for her aura and for her abilities and her, of course, immortality. I think that's going to be an interesting group. Yeah, I mean, the only one, I mean, Scatty is the only one that isn't like already in that group. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It connected in some The way. rest Yeah, they're like Jermaine and Alamedes and William and she and Jones obviously are Jermaine. So Scaddy's really the only one that is the kind of outside of that group. 
Well, I mean, Scatty's Scatty's a next generation. She's not an immortal like the rest of them. Although she is exactly. pretty close with Joan, but Joan's even kind of on the outside of that in terms of. I mean, yes, she's married to Jermaine, but right in terms of knowing they're not knights. Alrighty. Well, I think we've covered a lot of what Joan has. Uh, Probably talk forever on Joan. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could. There's, there's a lot. There. I, th- I think Sean, you could talk forever about anything. anything you just like to hear your own voice. Yeah, you just like to hear your own voice. You talked way more than me this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did that for Ashley's sake. Uh huh. I let you talk for Ashley. <laughs> Before we close this out, we have. Uh, in case you guys have forgotten already, we have a very special answering machine call that I didn't play earlier, so I'm going to go ahead and play that now. Who is locked in a dungeon in Orleans? Jonah Barkin! About to burn at the stake is she. Jonah Barkin! Who's needing a rescue? It better be quick. Jonah Here comes Scatty, she'll help this chick. Jonah Barkins! Jonah Barkins! Jonah Alright, I'm only kidding. That was a joke. On to the uh, real answering machine call. Hi guys, it's Michael Scott. You in from a very wet and windy Ireland. First of all, let me thank you all for your birthday wishes, and Mr. Flamel, if he was alive today, would be thanking you as well. Um, I know you're doing the. This week's podcast is on the death of Joan of Arc, and I just wanted to have a couple of comments. I've been asked many times, will there be more stories? And the answer is yes. You know, the ebook has been such a success that Delacorte has asked me to do more stories in a similar vein. And I'll definitely write the Machiavelli versus Paranel story. And I'm, I'm hoping, but don't hold me to it, but I am hoping to have it ready as a Christmas present for the forum members. And I'll continue to write stories in the Lost Tales series. Now, I'd like to think that they'll be published in book form, but probably not till after the publication of book six. And I promise the next story will be a little bit longer. And although I really want to tell the Paranel Machiavelli story, there is a story about Scafoc and a vampire loose in L.A. that's uh, calling to me. So we'll see. So, guys, thanks as always. The podcasts are great fun, and I do listen to them all the way through. You take care. Bye. Awesome. How about that? Yeah. Thanks for the call, in, Michael. We really appreciate that. I wonder if Michael likes your accent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I think. Uh, I think everyone would probably agree that his accent is far superior to mine. <laughs> I I agree. Yeah. Now, so a story about. Scatty and a vampire loose in L.A. Is this about Angel? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with probably not, but probably he's not, not a character from history or mythology, but <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> of course, there's not much, you know, history and mythology. You know, I wonder if there's a a, a, vamp- a famous vampire that lives in L.A. <laughs> Angel, <laughs> not like that. Well, You're- yes, Michael. He confirmed, Michael confirmed the uh, Perry Machiavelli story is going to be the next. And others. Uh, in the series. And others, yes. Yes, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, but first up. Perry Machiavelli. Yeah. A, a, a full-on collection of the stories would be kind of cool at the end. Yeah. It, uh, a tales of the, the, the forgotten stories. I mean, that'd be kind of a cool collection. Yeah. 
be something to include with the second codex. Perhaps. Or just on its own for a dollar. <laughs> I don't think a full collection yes. of stories would be a dollar, though. <laughs> Maybe individually each a dollar. <laughs> so, uh, that was uh, Joan and a little guest appearance the, by Mr. Scott. Scott. Yes. Alright, so next time, we're, uh, like as, as was mentioned earlier tonight, we'll be going over the first chapter of The Warlock and the uh, recent synopsis that was just just released and so if you haven't read the first chapter of the warlock and you were kind of holding out on it uh, i guess don't listen to the next podcast <laughs> or like listen to it on mute like download it anyway to give us a boost in numbers <laughs> you don't have to listen to it though um uh, and you know as always like we tell you every month uh remember to vote for us on our podcast alley it's nice and simple podcast alley.com or uh, there's a link right on the portal page for the podcast click on that brings you right to the uh our page on it click vote enter in your email address they'll send you a confirmation email click the link on it and you voted it's nice simple um they don't send any spam or anything other than the please confirm you are a real person uh click on the link and you voted for us and uh like I said, we love votes on Podcast Alley. Uh, you know, keep those emails coming in and the uh, the voicemails. You can leave us a voicemail if you have Skype. You can call the uh, Skype line, which is uh, Awakenings Podcast is the uh, username. There's also a link on the portal page for it that you can click on that brings you right to it. You can also, as was done tonight, you can record your own if you don't have Skype or access to something like that. You can record your own and email it over to us you can also send any other email comments and uh criticisms and queries and questions and comment jeff's accent and tell me how funny i am or you can call in to rescue jamie you can send that to uh awakenings at flamels-immortal-portal.com you can also reach us individually at our first names at flamels-immortal-portal.com and uh so that's all for this episode so until the next lay gate opens this is Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris. Signing up. Warning, this podcast may induce uncontrollable laughter, resulting in stares, glares, and strange looks from members of the general public. Please take the appropriate steps to protect yourself from these embarrassing moments. Total piece of dung. We were playing Family Feud in your absence. It was. <laughs> Apparently Facebook is dumb and only lets you play one round at a time. A day. John. Just warming up the vocal cords. Are you done? <laughs> if you can't tell, I've got a little bit of a cold. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who is locked in a dungeon in Orleans? Down of our kids. About to put the steak is she. <laughs> oh, all right. And I'm then, sorry. Then Where's the cue? My bad. I... You guys totally missed the segue. Sorry. <laughs> oh, segue. Where? I want that was one. Awesome. <laughs>
she just wanted to see if Jamie was actually going to do it. <laughs> it's like, okay, ready? Let's do it on the count of three. It sounds like a moron. Jamie does now. <laughs> Who just got pranked on the podcast. <laughs> I hate you all. Uh, Jamie, I'm awesome. sorry. I didn't mean You're to leave fine. you hang. I heard the funny just, thing was it took it until I, just I finished anyway. to realize that I was alone. My brain went, wait a minute, Jamie just went. I guess that means I should have too. Oh, we can boy. take turns okay. if that's how you want to play it. <laughs> emails, emails. Oh, you say it, Chris. Say it, say it, Chris. Say it. Say it. Say what? Emails. Emails. <laughs> say it. Emails. All right, now Jamie splice all four of those together in one thing. <laughs> How about no. that'll be our, that'll be our, that'll be our new email opening. Us all going emails. You shouldn't open other email. Uh yeah, it's illegal in some states. Actually, in all federal states, but... it's a federal crime. Federal. They resemble the elders and maybe even more advanced technology. Hang on, I gotta do that sentence again. You will never get it, Penny snapped. We will, Dee said. We've accused <laughs> <laughs> Penny. 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 Where's Inspector Gadget? Wow. Yeah, Penny. I was thinking Big Bang. Why don't you need to knock? Penny? Penny? <laughs> Sheldon? Carl. Crystal's on it. Wow. What? That really <laughs> skipped out on you, Jeff. Skipped out. All I heard oh, was we know he doesn't sorry. have. Actually, yeah, we know he's an. <laughs> sorry. Wow. I don't know. I, 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 I could hear you. I could hear you guys fine. Uh, <clears throat> all right. All next right. email. Next email. It says, "Hey, hey. <laughs> you steal my <Okay>. thunder." <laughs> I am. It's blue to me. Is it green? It's green. It's bluish green. You guys have to I'm read it sorry. together at the same time. <laughs> I, seriously, Jamie, it looks blue on my screen. Let's see. Let's try this. That better? No, that's more blue. <laughs> you guys are colorblind. <laughs> oh my god, that's more blue than it was before. Uh, you know what? Wow. On my screen, the color didn't change. That better? <laughs> you are that not picking up. Uh, no, I'm still thinking. I'm still seeing blue. Oh my god. There. <laughs> <Green>. <laughs> but I'm not green. I'm teal. Right. <laughs> That's a nice green. Uh, I'm blind. All right. On your face. Yes. Um, <laughs> shave that. You can cut all those on your faces out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can cut your face out. <laughs> then I'll look like a mud person. Exactly. <laughs> because she received her immortality. <laughs> Let's try that again. Everyone. I'm talking like the zombie I'm going to be playing in a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, we were led to believe at that time. There goes Jeff at again. At that time, Jeff yeah. fell off. <laughs> there we go. Joan died. She did. <laughs> <laughs> After all that. 
Jeff, stop. <laughs> we were led to believe. We keep losing you, Jeff. Jeff? Jeff of a... Jeff. All right, well, how about we just read the next one? <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Welcome back. <laughs> Jeff. Are you back? <sighs> no, I'm not. <laughs> now you are. Sort of. Hi, Jeff. Jeff's still talking. He just hasn't gotten through yet. <laughs> Probably really annoying. Done yet, Jeff? <laughs> Angel. <laughs> Angel? <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> the one word that comes through is Angel. Can Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes? Okay. <laughs> it was, we, got like, we got absolutely nothing, and then all of a sudden you go... Angel, and then, like, nothing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, now that was... Draw, that, draw. that you got me immediately. What? <laughs> I have no idea. I got you immediately what? Oh, God, the suspense <laughs> is killing me. 